I'm going to change my name to DJ Buddy from now on. <laughs> DJ Jose Buddy. Warning. 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 The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everyone. This is Robert Barco, and I'm the newest member of the Freestyle Club. This is Freestyle Club. With your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. Hello and welcome. Welcome to a new edition of the Freestyle Club. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and I'm being joined by the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes. What's good, you bastards? And joining (laughs) us... Sorry. It's fine, it's fine. (laughs) And joining us on the third chair, the most professional professional we've ever had here on the Freestyle Club, please welcome <laughs> Mr. Robert Barco. Yay! Good evening, everybody! Oh, hey, thanks for having me, guys. I, I'm going to have to add, like, applauses in the background. Yes, please do. <laughs> of course, you're going to have to add a cowbell. I could have used a little more cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Robert, it's great to have you here as part of the Freestyle Club. I know that uh, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and I have been wanting to get you on. Um, I have to say that um, watching you online and watching the way that you interact with people, you are the consummate artist. You are the consummate professional. And so I'm going to start by giving you a compliment because I don't think that there are many artists that carry themselves like you. And I, I wrote this one time on social media, and what I wrote was that you carry yourself like an artist should carry themselves, like a star. And so I, I commend you on that. Oh my gosh, man, that's a huge uh, compliment. Thank you. I, I, I sincerely appreciate that. I don't um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of being myself. So if somebody asks, like, what do I do? I, just, I don't know. I'm just being myself. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I think gotcha. that uh, I think that when you go online, people have become very protective over you. Uh, they're full of compliments over the way that you treat them, the way you interact with them. Um, there are a lot of fans out there that look for attention from the artist, and sometimes they don't get it and they get upset. But you, you seem like a person that's very outgoing and and a person that's very welcoming. So that's one of the things that many of the fans that you have earned have have. Um, really taken to the fact that you take the time to talk to them and, and to, you know, just make them feel good about themselves by interacting with them. Oh, thanks buddy. I appreciate that. You know, I mean, everybody out there has got a story. Everybody's going through hard times. I mean, I genuinely love people and, um, um, I don't know. I just try to brighten everybody's day. Cause you know, life kicks us down so many times and it's just like, my gosh, you might be the only bit of sunshine somebody gets that day or, the only kind of encouraging word somebody gets that day and it might just be kind of what they need. And I, I genuinely mean that, but um, yeah. So thank you for that. That's very kind of you, buddy. Is that a big responsibility to you to really uh, be careful on how you interact with people online because of the way that people may take you? Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just try to be sensitive to everybody out there. We, we you know, try to, you know, we don't really get a chance to walk in each other's shoes and you don't know the hard things people are going through. And um, I don't know, there's just so much negativity in the world. I just try to just to be kind to everyone and um, 
try to just be a little bit of uh, a brightening to everybody's day, you know? So I'm just, I'm very grateful for everybody because without these people enjoying our music or listening to it, we're just singing it, you know, to ourselves in an empty room. Um, so hope that somebody, makes sense. Did somebody like send you my demos of me singing in the shower? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I'm just wondering, because you just said, you know, if we have an audience, we'd just be singing in the shower. I think I'm yes. Yeah, something like that, you know, it's just, um, you know, so yeah, I just, I don't know, man, I, I, you know, I generally like people, so I just, um, I just try to take the time to be kind to everyone, you know, just, you never know what they're going through that day, you know? But, yeah, it's, I get scared sometimes, too, to interact, especially with uh, recording artists, because recording artists like to get opinions, and so, you know, before, I was completely, utterly, brutally honest, right? And I still am to a certain extent, but now I have I, I move with a lot of trepidation because there are a lot of people out there looking for validation. And when you can't give it to them, you, I really don't know how to break it down. So I commend you on being able to, you know, maneuver through all that. Oh, gosh. Thanks, buddy. I, I appreciate that. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just being myself. So I'm like, oh, God. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool that, you know, we have someone that, it's getting so much attention, but it's not with that, that attitude that comes with it sometimes with the look at me, I'm the shit type thing. You know, you always stay humble. We recently had uh, Nick Cologne, who's like a negative five on the rudeness meter, but I think you're like a negative 50. I, I mean, just following <laughs> you and, and seeing how you interact, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, this guy is not from a urban city. He has to be out from the Midwest somewhere, probably, you know, uh, raised in the church and... Uh, committed no sins for the first 30 years of his life because well you've kind of pegged me actually i'm actually a worship pastor i do lead music at a church on sunday here in utah there you go there you go you see and you had to be because i think this is not your typical freestyle artist period oh my gosh you know i mean being you know a, a worship pastor that leads music at a church and you know a church that runs around 800 people you can just see how quickly life can humble anyone who thinks you know they're they're the big crap out there you know it's just bam life can just humble you quick and uh so i don't know i just try to stay stay humble stay uh full of gratitude because my gosh this is all a gift to all of us any of us freestyle artists to to have our songs liked and played and and you know to be able to just speak into people's lives and so yeah, I I just uh, I I I'm not a big guy for arrogance. I don't like that in anybody. Um, kind of makes me want to vomit. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a big part of your draw is your personality. Um, just just so happens today I was reading the stuff on Facebook, and you know Facebook is full of stuff, right? But I yeah. was reading somewhere where um someone reached out to us and said, hey, you know these are three songs that I think are underrated, and uh, CPR gave his opinion. And one of the artists was like, well, I'm known. And I'm, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. Dude. It's not that you're known. It's, you're not. No one's playing your music. You're not performing anywhere. But the arrogance, I was like, dude, don't, you know, I guess he got offended. But I know that you would have handled it different. Yes. I can step in here and say that he actually did handle it differently because, uh, you know, I, I've been a person that have reviewed Robert's music or have made comments about robert's music and he's never come to me as nothing but professional and that's why the first thing that i had to talk about was how professional you are you are the ultimate professional 
recording artist, and you are the epitome of what people should act like on social media when you are an artist. You are the person that they should emulate and how, how to carry themselves when they're on social media. So, I, and it's not, wow. it, it has to be because you are a, a, um, a pastor or, or you lead in a church. Um, because that that really does show a way of public speaking and the way of carrying yourself in that manner. So I'm so glad that you got those uh, values within your career. Oh, thanks, buddy. My gosh, you guys, I didn't expect to be so blessed with kindness when I uh, got invited oh, on the show. Thank it's, it's you. Not over yet. It's not over yet, Robert. Calm down. It's just, not over yet. just you wait, sir. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah, we're just no, warming up. You know, it's funny as I um I I've seen some people you know being critical of my music online and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, some of their criticisms I agree with, you know, um, but it's just like, I think if everybody, like every artist would just calm down and listen to what people are saying, there might be actually something to be learned. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, you know, instead of just immediately jumping to the defensive gun of like, my music's no one. It's just like, calm down. Listen, they actually might be a nugget of something of truth in what they're saying. You know? I actually I actually gave three examples uh, on the songs that were mentioned uh, in that post. And, and it was, you know, the reason why this song is not good is because, you know, the it's not mixed down properly and the piano's not on sync. And then on the second song, you know, the, the, the artist can sing very well. She's an awesome singer, but the production is a little bit to be desired for. And then the, the third one was the artist that I was like, you know, great production, but the artist can't really sing. So, you know, it's like you let them know exactly how it is, but yeah. then, then you offend someone somehow with your comment. And, you know, you try to have a conversation, but it just becomes a, a, a situation where then it's like, you know, I have to tell this person off or I have to say something negative towards them or I have to be disrespectful. And so I don't go to disrespect first. I go to facts and 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 things that i can prove because that's the way you should communicate but then it, it turns into a donnie brook and it just loses yeah. all context after that no i i had i've admired you jose because i've seen you sometimes make comments where you've gone out on you know you stepped out and said hey i don't think this is right on something or this or that beat or something and everybody's like oh he's a hater and it's just like my <laughs> gosh the guy's just being honest like finally, someone's being honest, you know. Yeah, I, I'm so. not a, I'm not a fan, you know. I actually, I've been on FM radio, you know, and for since I was 17 years old. Uh, wow. I, I, I'm in my early 40s, so you know, I've been on the radio, and I can tell you what is good, what is not, and and there's a lot of people, um, legends in this industry that come to me for advice, but I can't give advice to a new person because they already know everything, so. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, because so it's pretty hard, you know, and and yeah. and, and it's funny, Robert, because the new person is in their forties too, you know. So it's like, ah, you know, what do you do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Let Let's talk about <laughs> you. Let's talk about the origins. Let's talk about the the Robert Barco origins. This is the Freestyle Club. <laughs> Topic of the week. Topic. Of let's talk freestyle. Freestyle. So how does a pastor from Utah get into freestyle, man? How does that happen? Well, it, 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 the story begins long before I ever was a pastor, actually. And um, I, was, I was born in Ohio, but um, I grew up in South Florida. And um, that's where I began to have my first, um, you know, 
exposures and involvement to with music. Um, I had um, Count to 20 Origins started um, when I had met Ivan Kopis. You may have seen his name around. Um, he was living in Palm Beach, Florida. I was living in Boca Raton. And we met each other through a music classifieds newspaper. And um, he wow. would write instrumental the original, beds. The original, yeah. uh, uh, you know, classifieds, the original uh, social media. Yeah, it was called Rag Magazine, R-A-G, and it was just dedicated to music, and it was chock full of classifieds of different musicians looking to connect with one another. And, um, you know, I, I was a singer and a lyricist, and he was an instrumentalist, and so we got together, and he and I just hit it off, um, not only musically, but just an incredible friendship. And so he and I started writing and, and uh, you know, producing music together, and um, we started shopping demos. Yes. And one of the first demos we shopped to was, to, you know, Tolga Cadis, right? Yes. Yeah, you know, he, he was kind of like the, you know, the producer and founding, I guess, father of Lanier and stuff like that. And so we started working with that crew down there. Um, I had sang some backgrounds on some Lanier material that never got released. And then um, we were introduced to Stevie B. And so we ended up, um, we ended up living at Stevie B's studio in, in Florida. And um, writing and working there, working on some stuff with Stevie B. And um, when Stevie would head out on touring, um, Ivan and I, you know, would start working out on, on our own projects. And we got into doing so many different styles of music. Like if you go to my discography, you would be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you worked on it. We did a tons of like bass records. We did techno, house, trip hop, electronica, jungle. I mean, if, if we could sell it to a label, we would write it. And then... Um, we um you know we were hearing a lot of freestyle music, so we um we threw together a song called "You Are the One." You may have heard that one. And um. Do you remember? Have you guys heard that one? Of course, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so the good thing about um, being on the radio for all this time is that I, I never stopped playing freestyle. It, we were playing freestyle on our station for thirty plus years. So nice. We, we I have the vinyl on Exit Records. You are the one. Oh my 20. gosh! Yes. And so and so, you know, <laughs> my my first question is: This is nineteen ninety five. This is your origin story. How did you get connected with Exit? So Ivan and I, we, um, we, you know, he was writing the music for, um, uh, you are the one in, in the studio. And I had my little cassette recorder and I'd run over in the other room and I'd write lyrics for it and melodies. And I'd run back in the studio and we cut the vocals and we were thinking, okay, let's shop this to different labels in South Florida. We need a name. So sitting on, uh, one of Stevie's, uh, keyboards cbb's keyboards was a, a book from a, a racetrack a local racetrack for horses and we're like we need a name and ivan goes okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna randomly flick open a page and whatever name i point at of that horse is what we're gonna call this group so <laughs> flips the pages boom points and count to 20 was the name of the horse and uh, <laughs> so there's count to 20 so we took it down we shopped it and ended up um, gosh, I think the president of that label at the time was like George Garcia or something. And, um, and, uh, we ended up signing a deal with, um, exit records and, um, 
it came out. And one of the big guys, do you remember Don Cox on Power 96? Don Cox, um, Power 96, doesn't sound familiar at all. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, Power 96 is a pretty big station in South Florida. And Don Cox, I remember Ivan and I are driving. And all of a sudden, like, I guess this was back in the days when a DJ could actually take a chance on a record, like break a record. And um, now it just seems so dang programmed that like you can't play anything outside of what's handed down from some ivory tower. You know, I can play so, whatever I want. That's the best part. Amen, of brother. Yes. And so Don Cox, I remember we're crossing over like on Glades Road and Dixie Highway in South Florida and on comes, you know, you are the one that makes me smile. And it was like, oh, my gosh, we're on the air. This is great. So we ended up having a lot of fun with that record. We did, you know, we opened for Spice Girls. We did a big show. Gosh, I remember, you remember Jeremy Jordan. Um, you know, we did a big show with him in Tampa. And then we ended up touring with Stevie B, um, where we'd play like his keyboard part, you know, his keyboard for his little band. And then we'd come out later on and like, you know, open up the show and perform You Are the One. And then, um, we ended up recording, um, things started to get a little wonky with um, Exit Records. Like they were having a lot of financial trouble getting distribution and stuff like that. So then we ended up recording another single called When You Love Someone. You were here when I was there. I gave the reasons, but you didn't care. When you love someone, you know that. Focus the pain as you forget the past. When you love someone. Taking that whole package of You Are the One and When You Love Someone and signing that to um, Pandisc Records with Bo Crane in Miami. So he put out When You Love Someone. And then, um, you know, just kind of staying within the freestyle vein, it was interesting while we were at Exit Records, we ended up meeting Johnny O and ended up writing and producing um, some songs for him as well that came out on Exit. And then while we were over at Pandisc Records, um, we got a call from Bo Crane, the president of the label, and he's like, hey, do you guys remember a recording artist, Debbie Deb? And we're like, yeah. He's like, well, I got the real Debbie Deb, and um, she's looking to do a big, I want to do a big comeback record with her. So we ended up meeting Debbie, and we ended up writing and producing pretty much her entire, um, She's ba it's called She's Back, um, that record that came out in the 90s. And um so like a, a lot of freestyle connections there. So back to your original question, Raphael, is like, how does a pastor from Utah get involved in freestyle? That was my first, you know, um, entrance into freestyle back in the 90s. And then freestyle, um, you know, whether it completely died out or started to fizzle out or whatever, it just wasn't really doing much anymore. So then Ivan and I began to branch into other areas of music, you know, continuing to produce for just about any you know, electronic genre that would pop up and be able to make money. And then uh, kind of like our biggest kind of pinnacle of our careers, we ended up producing three singles for the group Corn. I don't know if you remember them or not. Absolutely. Corn um, with a K. Yes, Corn with a K. We ended up producing. <laughs> so we uh, had a trip hop record that was getting played um, in a lot of clubs. And Jonathan Davis of Corn 
had heard a particular song of ours playing. We were going under the name Level X for this trip-hop group. And he um, loved the production of this. And he crawled up into the DJ booth and said, who is this group? And he's like, ah, some group named Trip Hop Nation. Uh, or I'm sorry, Level X on a Trip Hop Nation compilation. And um, so he contacted Epic Immortal Records. And they, they said, hey, Korn wants you to produce their next three singles. And um, so we ended up doing um, Wicked, Adidas, and um, All in the Family with Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit. So then, you know, things started to, brick and mortar started to dry up with digital downloading coming online, you know. And that's when the music business really, like, changed. So, um, yeah. yeah. You, have a, you have a lot of aliases. You got Level X, Acid Factor, Bass Addiction, Bass Unlimited, uh, Bass Craft, uh, Contra 20. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, you must be at my discography. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because you go from level X to, to kind of the 20, same promo pick. It's, it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go to like robertbartko.com and then click on like discography, you can just scroll that whole thing and just see all the aliases. Um, yeah, so we were we were chasing a lot of genres. You know, back when brick and mortar was was around and, you know, you had actual CD and cassette stores with vinyl and stuff. You you could make some good money going after these hot genres, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, now it's like, is anybody making money with downloads? I don't know. I, I think, I think pretty much when you do things on your own and, and, uh, it's a genre of music where, you know, you allow streaming and it's popular. So let's say that, uh, you know, Robert Barco does EDM. I think that that, that would take you to a different, uh, um, genre of music where, it has a great following of people to actually support, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's pluses and minuses with all the digital thing going on, you know? But, yeah. You just have to experiment and see what works for you, right? Yeah. So, you know, you know, I kind of got out of freestyle for many a years there. And um, I just started getting into more like acoustic singer-songwriter stuff. I play acoustic guitar and I sing. And that's pretty much been my bread and butter over the, over the years. You know, I play it you know, different restaurants and bar and grills around Utah that keeps me really busy. Um, and then um, I got contacted back in um, the middle of 2018 by Tenasi Kulitis. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm looking to kind of just do this whole freestyle resurgence. And would you be interested in working on some music together and stuff like that? So that's that's how I Want Your Love came about. With um, you know Kenny Moulton and DJ Adriano on, on us four, 
um, putting that together. And so, yeah, I want your love came out and it was just the craziest thing. I, I honestly, I, I actually had backed out of the project of doing it and, you know, I said, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then I was like, I'm just too busy to do this. And I told Tenacity, he's like, no way you can't not do this. And my wife was like, you need to do this record. And I'm like, okay. So I cut the vocals here in my studio in Utah and sent them back over to Germany. And then it got passed all around from Brazil to, to, um, back to, you know, the U S and blah, blah, blah. And then we just shot that quick little video of me singing it in my studio, goofing around. And Next thing you know, the thing's got like 3,000 views in a week, and it was like, what's going on? You know what I mean? So it's just been really well-received, and you've been a part of that, so thank you for playing it. Well, I, I, think, yeah. that, um, I think that your, your story is a bit deeper, too, because um, you were part of a group, Kind of 20. Everybody is asking, what happened to Ivan? Yeah, Ivan and I are still, um, we still work together. Ivan... Um, got out of the music biz for a while. He actually became an attorney. So, um, but he, um, we're doing, a, we're looking at doing a re-release of I Want Your Love with just some really good, like, pop remixes, some, you know, adult contemporary pop radio remixes. And he's done several of those. And um, he's just, he's phenomenally talented. I'm just a super smart guy to go on to become an attorney and just um, such a great writer and producer. So, I think people are really going to enjoy those when they come out just to hear um, I want your love in so many different interpretations, like just good pop radio remixes. Yes, but, please. Yeah. The more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. I'll be sure to get those to you. Yeah. I'm all for the, uh, the remix. I remember uh, contacting you and saying, you dude, we meet uh, some remixes. Uh, you know, let's just address the elephant in the room. I know people are waiting for us to drop the bomb on you and, and, and so I don't want to belabor it anymore. That Planet Rock beat every song. I'm like, no, no. You know, I just want to, before you answer that question, I was trying to ease my way into it. I still have some follow-up questions on Counter 20. But yeah, uh, yeah man, that Planet Rock beat. You know, I, I, I remember the first time you, you said something online about that, um, Jose, and some people were really fired up. And I, I'm being honest with you. I, I think you have a great point. Um, I think it's incredibly overused. Um, but at the same time, I, it put it this way. If you were just to come out of the gate with one mix, I don't know if I'd be fully committed to using just the Planet Rock beat. I would maybe use it as one of like maybe eight mixes available. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, but just to say, hey, this is the one one mix out of the gate. Eh, I don't know if I'd use it. It is it, it is incredibly overused. Um, it, it almost like, you know, when I play a lot of freestyle music for my wife, she can't tell one song from the other because it's that same boom, doom, 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 you know, that same planet rock. So it does kind of start to blur one song into the next. But at the same time, it's almost like it's like almost like it's got to be one mix with it. You know, because it's just such an iconic sound to freestyle. Like, but yeah, but, I mean, I but, agree with you. But Robert Barco is such a well-rounded artist, um, and and for you to uh, be cheapened by a song or a beat that's you know almost forty years old, and the fact that your voice deserves more—that's the—that's the part that gets me angry because you're you transcend the music. You are. You could be the leader of the new generation of freestyle or the comeback or whatever they want to label it this week. Because you are a well-rounded 
artist. Not only can you speak well, not only do you treat your fans with respect, but you are you are a professional artist. You could do acoustic, get into and do the acoustic version, and then write it into the freestyle version. I mean, you could put on a show. Why oh, thanks, would, buddy. Why would they want to slap on something that's easy to slap on in thirty <laughs> minutes? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, your, your voice deserves more. Um, I would I would put you uh, in the category of uh, um, uh, of a legend. You know, of a, of a person that oh, man. should have been introduced in the eighties. Should have been kicking it, you know, in in the in the big shows because that's that's how you show and present yourself. And oh, I'm not buddy, blowing, I'm thank not, you. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, and uh, I'm not trying to do that. But but man, thank whole, you. The whole you point is causing me to cry here. Yeah, the whole the whole point is is that you could be that that freestyle version of George Michael, right? And and you could you have the aura of it, right? And all you need is that perfect beat. You know, and freestyle is not platter rock. Platter rock was something that was introduced by by some uh, producer that just wanted to exploit money from people from Brazil. And people from Brazil have been exploited because of that damn beat. And they need to let it go. They need to understand that it's 2019 and we need more and much better production. Yeah, we could play homage to the past, but we got to uh, focus on the future. And so... You with 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 current, good modern freestyle beats, you're unstoppable because that's all you need, you know. And so it pissed me off to hear every song, the two songs that you have, just be kind of rocked. Where you're so much more than that. Mm. Well, here's the thing, right? Uh, kudos to your wife because she stole my thunder. She took what I wrote down <laughs> just before you got on. I wrote this down. I said, all your songs are starting to sound the same. You have the two songs that you already released, and you just released this third one, Walk Alone. That that could be a yeah. country song. It could be a country hit, I, I think, right? Because yeah. I heard the acoustic version, and I was like, yeah, dude, this, this, could, this could be something. And the thing to me is like, wait a minute, they all starting to blur now. Mm. Right? They all sound the same. And, and to me, <laughs> I want to see you get to the next level. I mean, it, that's just my opinion, but to me, that same beat, Every song, every song, it, it, it's just not, you're not progressing as a, as an artist to me, in my opinion. Oh, I appreciate that. That's, that's fair. I appreciate. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah. No, no but it's easy um, to say because I know that you're capable of so much more. If it was just some sh Joe Schmo, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. You use whatever works for you and good luck with that. And that'll be the end of the interview. But with you, it's different. I, I can see that you can do other things. I mean, God, you covered I was looking at your YouTube and you covered like at least 30 different artists. I'm on, on there. And I'm like, wait a minute, this guy can do so much more. Why are they just sticking to that same basic beat? You know, I, I think you have a very valid and fair point. Um, can you hear me? Okay. Still. Yeah. yeah you have, a, you have a little bit of an echo, but I can hear yes, you. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I you thought you know, were fading I away into the abyss. The pattern <laughs> rock abyss. These bastards. <laughs> No, no. I, I think you have very valid points there. You know, somewhat, though, too, is uh, let me see if I can articulate this, put this in the words. I think you guys are very progressive in your thinking. I mean, you you want to see freestyle move forward. You want to see it thrive. You want to see it carry on to evolve into something better and bigger. But I think a lot of like the key players, and I'm saying you're, that you're not key players, but 
a lot of other people don't share that same vision. Yeah, um, please let me know who they are and give me their phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give, give me, me names, numbers. addresses, and social security numbers? No, I mean, I, I think especially a lot of these bigger level promoters, um, you know, are just they're recycling the same acts over and over and over again. And a lot of these bigger D, you know, some of these big DJs um, that don't have that same mindset as you, you tune into their show and it's like, oh my gosh, you're playing the same songs from 30 years ago that Freestyle supposedly died with. I mean, those are great songs. They're legends of the genre, but for God's sake, can you let some saplings begin to grow? So that once, you know, God forbid, some of these legends pass on, is the whole genre just going to die? You know, so I think, so what's my point? I think a lot of times is maybe when, when people begin to approach freestyle and they go, okay, here's what's being embraced and currently played. It's the same stinking beat from 30 years ago, that same kind of sound that's just not progressing. I don't know if that makes any sense. So, hey, if I want to tap into freestyle, I better sound like what most of these guys are still playing from 30 years ago. I think, um, I think, I think you got to give them a copy of my podcast. Cause I mean, uh, and, and by the way, it, whenever, um, fever records, uh, puts on a freestyle concert at the, at these big places, uh, there's uh, a minimal of pet rugby being played on, on those shows because uh-huh. the, the beats from the eighties, uh, were not pet rock. I mean, and, and they were more progressive back then. Now, than we are today because we're regressing right now. Um, TKA yeah. never TKA the catalog for TKA never had a pad of rock beat. TVB had a had a Miami bass uh, feel. Um, uh, Sapphire never had pad of rock. Coro never had pad of rock. Uh, so you know these are the people that are being booked. Judy Torres uh, wasn't a uh, with her her catalog didn't have pad of rock. So the only person that was introduced with pad of rock was Little Susie. And and then a little later on, uh, they evolved better rock into Raquel in a dream. But again, we're in 2019. We're removed yeah. from, from, from all these generations. And now we're, we're starting over again. And now it's like, no, let's go back to, uh, you know, the soul sonic force. And, uh-huh. and I, when I when I first heard the Tanasi compilation, Freestyle Volume 1, I'm listening to it. They got a star studded cast of members. They have they have yourself. They have. Deborah, uh, Debbie Cole, for goodness sake, they have Debbie Cole, like the greatest background singer of all time when it comes to somebody doing riffs for freestyle. Um, you could hear her on One True Love Affair by Willie Valentine and a host of other background vocals. You got Johnny O. You, you have um, so many great uh, freestyle artists, and then every song is like Pet Rock. Next song, mm-hmm. Pet Rock. And it's, a, it's like two albums. Two 12-inch records, and it's like, boom, boom. Okay, what's next? The thing is, you, expect from, you expect that from Planet Patrol, right? <laughs> but not the whole album. I'm like, no way, dude. I, mm. I played it for my wife, and she's like, what? Is this a mix? I'm like, no, it's it's an album. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's, there's a lot to be learned from what you guys are saying. So, you know, I mean, my two songs by my side. Um, Stay by my side. And I love you the rest of my life. Won't you stay by my side? And I love you the rest of my life. It was a time I was alone. 
freestyle version that's not planet rock and then uh walk alone is not planet rock But, you know, I mean, I Want Your Love is definitely very Planet Rock. Um, right. But, well, yeah. The, the, the mixes that were presented um, and the ones that people were take, uh, that were promoting uh, the Tanasi uh, uh, Romeo Entertainment Camp was the Planet Rock versions of those songs. So whenever you hear a, a, a station playing it, it will be the Robert Barco Planet Rock version of the song. And you're like, come on, guys. You know, but I digress. You know how I feel about the Planet Rock beat. Yeah. And my only question to you is, are you willing to work with other producers? <laughs> you know, I, I, I am willing to work with other producers. Tenacity and I, you know, we, we, we have a great friendship going right now. And, and, you know, and we work very well together. And I, you know, we are very, you know, I like working with people that I get along with. And, um, you know, so I, I'm definitely, Tenacity and I are very close working very close together right now but i mean if if the lord opens up another door that you know it's pretty obvious i should be working with someone else you know and then i'll have to explore that well, you know tenasi just you know he formed a partnership with jay adams who's my guy and he's he's already remixed johnny o's um latest song along with a song for jay mazer so i'm hoping that whatever song they're going to promote for you next that he gives it to Jay Adams so that Jay Adams at least can do a remix of whatever pan of rock version they're going to put out of whatever song you're going to put out with them in the future. Uh, because, because having multiple versions of your song would, would benefit you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, the, I want your love is coming out with, um, you know, new remixes and, uh, it, it can totally capture different radio markets. And um, I mean, there is more freestyle mixes done, but they're not, they're definitely not playing at rock. Um, so yeah, you're going to be really excited over that to get it here without playing at rock. If I hear a song <laughs> with you without the planet rock, I will probably get choked up. I'm like, finally, <laughs> finally something I can play. Well, have you been listening to by my side? I mean, that, that beats like, you know, it's, um, it's definitely not the boo, boo. <laughs> i'll just send that to you <laughs> i'm glad jose asked that question about the producers because honestly that's one of my questions that i want to ask but i was struggling with it and i'll tell you why it is because i know just from seeing how you carry yourself that you're someone that's very loyal mm. so and i and speaking to sammy zone he's also very loyal to carlos barrios he had to be thrown out the door thrown hot water on to get him to do a, a, a song with someone else. Right. Wow. You know, Carlos had to tell him, look, go out, do it, beat it, kid, do your own thing. Leave me alone. So for him to go out and do a song that wasn't with Carlos Barrios, but he's back with Carlos Barrios because he's very loyal and he, Carlos uh, means a lot to him. So I see that. Yeah. You, 
that you're, I, I could sense that you're a very loyal person and you wouldn't just drop your producer that's been with you all this time to, to just go with the latest and greatest at the moment. So, yeah, you've read me right. I just good people are hard to find these days, and and tenacity is, is we we hit it off very well. You know, he's kind of I people I like. I, this is probably a fault of mine, but I don't like to work with people that I probably couldn't see myself being a friend with if the music dried up. I don't know if that makes any sense. Okay, okay, um, okay. I get the hint. Okay, Robert, I get the hint. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, if, if, if a door opened up where it's like, you know, I don't think anything happens by accident, you know, and if, if someone came along and said, Hey, I think you need to give a listen to what this producer has or has to say, I would definitely give it a listen, you know? And, um, well, but, uh, I, I just don't want your loyalty to cost you opportunities. You know, I know that yeah. uh, doors are opening up for you and that you are booked in, in various places. I know that Texas to Chicago and, other places want to book you and, 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 um, Philadelphia. I know that you did a, a show in Philly and you were excellent. You were up there. Just, you were just a super artist, you know? Oh, while thank people, you. While others were standing up there, holding onto the microphone for dear life, looking at the, the crowd, like a deer headlight, you're doing your shtick, you know? And, oh. and it, it's like, man, like put a spotlight on this guy and put him in a big arena. Cause he got, wow. it, you know, he got the, impact thanks buddy. I'll tell you, man, it, it's, I appreciate that. It, it has been a challenge to get, um, to get shows. Um, I, I'm embarrassed to admit that, but, um, but you're not you the know, only one, just so you know, I mean, if you listen to episodes of the Freestyle Club, um, most of the people that have come on here have admitted the same. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, given the, um, you know, somewhat I feel is like moderate success of like the songs and stuff to get some promoters to break stride with booking the same acts over and over and take a chance on somebody new. It's, it's been really challenging, you know? Yeah. Um, I understand, but, but maybe it's a pattern rock beat though. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I, you know, I got songs. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're funny, but, oh man. But yeah. Um, you know, I just, People keep saying, keep freestyle alive. Keep, I wish more people thought like you guys were saying, Hey, let's, 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 you know, embrace new music. What I can assure you of Robert is that there is a bigger market other than the people that are on social media and social media likes to blow something up and make it bigger than it really is. And then when you see the sales of your songs or the product that you're putting out, you see how little it is, but. Yeah. If, if you do, if you do go outside um, of that social media network and you focus on the people that are actually, you know, using terrestrial radio or they have a formula already, you know, like myself, you will see that, you know, like everybody that that's come to me and, and have used my methods in the end, understand where I come from. Um, I know that people have come on the show and say if it wasn't for CPR or, or his radio show. I, I would have never gotten booked in various places. And I'm not saying that you should follow the same path. I'm just saying that social media is not the end all be all of everything, that there are more traditional ways of doing stuff. And because you're a traditionalist, I'm sure that these, these doors can be open for you. Um, mm. If you, if you just look through those little peepholes that I'm asking you to look through, you know? Yeah, no, I appreciate that, bud. 
Yeah, I, you know, I'm very open. I'm open to anything at this point because it has, you know, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's there's a there's a whole bigger world out there than just social media with this. And uh, yeah, and so, you know, getting radio, I mean, not to say anybody's actively pursuing radio for my music, but um, gosh, I, I, you know, it, that's been a challenge to get, you know, radio stations on board. But, yeah, well, you know, maybe it's a plan of rugby. Um, just <laughs> <laughs> no, but to uh, <laughs> to uh, Robert's credit, though, I, I think that you're doing the right things because I've heard you on a podcast that wasn't a freestyle, you know, that had nothing to do with freestyle, and uh, it it was called Behind the Scene. So okay. I'm listening to this podcast, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is this is Robert, this is Robert. I know Robert, and and, oh and they're talking about, and I'm like, wait a minute. No other freestyle artist that I know of is really doing interviews outside of the, the regular circle jerk that's freestyle on Facebook right now. Mm. And here's, you know, here's Robert, here's uh, Tanasi, and you guys are on a different podcast because I like listening to podcasts on my spare time, you know, when I'm doing chores. That's what I do, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't listen to the music as much because, again, you know, it's the same music that I heard 30 years ago or it, it's somebody that, you know, is raping a cat to the planet rock beat so you know, well, you know just, I, the, the only I exception can't. is my show of course right 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 Ralph? so i you know I, I try to leave that to minimum so i listened to podcasts and there you were you were there and you're talking about you know your shows and how you got into freestyle and i'm like wait a minute this is what people should be doing right now mm. and they're not they're not they're not taking advantage of every opportunity to to, to talk about themselves to talk about their music and, and get noticed by a whole subset of, 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 of society that may have not never known i mean how many people yeah. on that podcast were listening just because you were there none they were listening because of the podcast the podcast yeah and and you got introduced to a whole new audience because of that one podcast um yeah i was i've been pretty fortunate to be on a couple of those that are not you know they're not strictly freestyle and um you know i guess maybe some of the bridges that i do so much acoustic music um Outside, I mean, if you kind of go to my YouTube channel, I've even done songs that kind of skirt up against country a little bit. And, yeah. um, like your latest and, song uh, should be a country song. It, it really will. It actually could be, you know. And, um, I got a song called I Want to Live that, um, that was produced by Richard Souther, phenomenal, like producer. And we were trying to go after country radio with that. I mean, that thing is that's right up there with a Keith Urban type, you know, vibe. And see, the and, thing um, is that you fit anywhere you want to fit. And you could do any music that you want to do. And so I, you know, I, I, I have you on the Freestyle Club with my partner here who, you know, wanted you to be here. I wanted you to be here. And so you know that you're appreciated and uh, we think very highly of you. And uh, we just want you to get to that next level because, man, you know, when, when, you, when you look at the, the, the freestyle premise, and you look at the artists that are in the genre right now or the people that have been reintroduced in the last year or two, the only person that stands out, you know, in the male category is you, you know? Oh, the, thanks, guys. For me, for me, the female category um, is Alyssa B. It's an Audi Medina who's, you know, a, a young upstart. Uh, Lily Rose, you know, there, there are some that, but there's so little of, of our genre that has that it factor. So. You know, I, I want you to, you know, consider, you know, you know, venturing out. I know that you have, but, um, and you did before in the nineties. So just take a gander and do it again. 
Yeah, well, thanks, buddy. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate those words of encouragement. I'm going to change my name to DJ Buddy from now on. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Buddy. <laughs> DJ Jose Buddy. Jose Buddy. <laughs> Subscribe to the Freestyle Club. On Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Visit thefreestyleclub.com, cprsclubhouse.com, and theunknownadmin.com. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle. I just want to give our listeners an idea of how versatile you are. I was looking through your YouTube channel and I see you take covers for the Bee Gees, Elton John, Guns N' Roses, Matt Mayer, Adele, and even Justin Bieber. And that's not even half of of the ones that I saw. (laughs) I love music, man. (laughs) It's crazy. And I know know that you love covering um, George Michael. What's your favorite song to cover of him? Of George? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um, wow. I mean, I guess it depends on the setting. You know, if you go to my Facebook channel, I just put up a cover I did two years ago of Praying for Time. I think that's one of the best written songs in a long time. Um, I, I really enjoy that song. I mean, but there's also those like classics, Careless Whisper. I got a, cop, a rendition of that on my YouTube channel. Um, and uh, yeah, so he was a great songwriter. And, yeah, um, so to me, um, it's crazy because when we're talking about covers, and my favorite song that he did, it was actually a cover of Queen, uh, Somebody to Love. I yes. Freaking killed it that night. He, just like Queen killed that stage when they took it, and he oh, yeah. it when he did that cover. So to me, that's my favorite. There's a, you know, it's just a, a real simple folky cover of me doing that on um, YouTube as well. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, dude, yeah. you just, I would love to hear you do uh, more freestyle because we need you, but uh, I definitely want to see you do uh, something different, you know? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I, 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 I want to take that. Yeah. What's that, buddy? What's DJ Buddy? What are you going to say? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> now, you, um, you have been known to do a lot of remakes. So how did you feel when Stevie B did a remake of You Are The One? That was kind of mixed emotions. I was, you know, really excited that he did. Let's face it, he's he's sold a lot of records as a freestyle guy. Um, I, I wouldn't have minded a little more of a maybe a hey guys, thanks for the great song. Um, you know, here's a check or something like that. But what? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of it's bittersweet, I guess. Did you um? But, did yeah. you feel? Did you feel that it overshadowed? Uh, the count to 20 version the original version you know i i guess given his name it did because a lot of times like people don't even know that i was a co-writer of that song you know like you know i'll mention you know hey i'm robert barco blah 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 i've written for stevie b oh really which song did you write um you are the one really that was you you know it's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't even know i always loved that song by him you know so i mean i've had people send me pictures of cds or whatever of his that that has been released on and i'm nowhere ivan and i are not even listed as writers on it you know um it's just like you got to be kidding not that he lists himself but it's not even to be found anywhere you know is that one of the things that frustrates you about the music business that uh 
some things are not on the up and up. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. But you know, you kind of expect it. You know what I mean? It's it is what it is. Um, but yeah, but yeah, and it's just it's frustrating a lot of times when artists. I'm not going to say any names other than what I've said so far, just don't seem to be very informative or giving of credit where credit is due. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's we don't, just like, it, it's not, not only do we not celebrate each other, because I said this before, but not only that, but we're afraid to give credit for some reason. Like, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I said this many times, you know, and Rob is probably tired of, of hearing it, but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for two people. I wouldn't be on the radio if it wasn't for Jesus, the Juice Vasquez. And I wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for Rafael Reyes. So, mm. you know, what? I don't know why it's hard for people to give credit to where they come from or if they have an idea for a song that they want to remake and it was written by someone else, giving them credit where that credit is deserved because yeah. they got that from someone else. And in the social media aspect of it, um, as you can see, there are little islands. Everybody has an island to themselves. Uh, I was just talking about today how... There are three top 10 countdowns and all three top 10 countdowns had three different songs at number one. And that doesn't make sense. We can't be that far off in our countdowns. You know what I mean? Because we promote the same music. So, you know, it's like little subsets of little subsets with little subsets. And how how difficult can it be for you to penetrate any any, uh, uh, genre of music that has just many subsets of other mini subsets? Yeah, good point. Absolutely. I saw like Jose had you in his top forty countdown of twenty eighteen. Yes. And I just and I and I, I just noticed today that you penetrated the other countdown. So I think you're you're gonna end up in the top five, I think, of that other countdown just now though. I'm like this it is kind of crazy the big uh disparity in the countdowns. Um I mean, that's a whole nother show. But uh it, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah, there's um this one other countdown I've been on, and I don't say this in any bragging sense. Believe me, I'm sitting back like with gratitude and scratching my head. But I've been on this one countdown since like 2018, um, you know, late 2018, and it's just like you gotta be kidding. This is kind of getting embarrassing. I can't believe I'm still on this countdown. You know what I mean? Like I don't say that in any bragging sense. I'm like, is there a glitch in like the computer software or something? You know. Well, I you know, know, it's um, it's it's good if if they're consistently playing you on a daily or weekly basis, then fine. You know, that that's what I want. I just don't want people to get a Robert Barco song, play it for two weeks, and then let it die on the west on the wayside. I want it to be promoted. There's 52 weeks out of the year, and it seems like we're all in a hurry to play the latest and greatest. So one new song comes out, and then we forget about Robert Barco. We put him on the back burner. No, let's 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 give that more light. And let's mm. wait a little bit. You know, it's a slow burn when it comes to our music. And it takes it takes a good six months to a year for people to actually get used to one song because, you know, there are not a, a lot of places that play freestyle, you know. And so, yeah, my show is six hours, but it's only on Thursdays at six o'clock to 8 p.m. And then it's Fridays, 8 p.m. to midnight. So that's six hours. So they got to wait a whole week if they're not listening to the podcast to hear that song one more time. So, wow. It, it's trying to not burn through songs so fast and easy and, and being able to carry music for 52 weeks out of the year and really promote it well. So the audience can take to it. See, so before a countdown or the countdown that I do, it's meant to bring 
attention to the artist. The countdown that others do is to bring attention to them. You know what I mean? And so that's not the formula that you're supposed to be using at this time. Yeah, well, I appreciate your your loyalty to playing my music. I, I sincerely do, because people's attention spans can be so uh, quickly diverted um, these days. You know, it's, it's that whole thing like squirrel, squirrel, you know, just, yeah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and, and it just with the, with how quick and easy new music can be released. It's like, my gosh, you release your song and boom, there's like the next day, there's another one. There's another new one. There's another new one. It's like, Oh my gosh, I'm trying to build some momentum here. And everybody's getting so I, pulled quickly. I think you also know the key because you know, for a fact that, they have a, a short attention span. You're very repetitive in your choruses. Um, and so where people are just going to have that drilled in their head, because when I listen to By My Side, man, I could have been complaining about the Planet Rock beat all day, but all I heard was your voice. Oh, saying, man. Stay by my side, stay by my side. So, you know, I'm over there at work, and all you hear is stay by my side, stay by my side. <laughs> You know, you're cursing me, aren't you? Security, security's being called because I'm blurting this out loud. You know, stay by my side, stay by my side. I'm like, sir, are you stalking someone here? You know. <laughs> no, I love a hook that's that's uh, catchy and concise and simple and quick. Where it just you listen to it one time, you go, oh my gosh, this is hooked into my brain. Yeah. You know? So we go from uh, stand by my side to I walk alone. What happened there, man? Did she just? Did she not stay by your side? <laughs> it's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Yes, yes, the sequel. No, that's funny. Oh my gosh! Did you guys ever watch the um the, the little promotional video we did for Walk Alone? Wait a minute, the one uh, complete with bloopers and uh, ass crack. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yes, that's the one. That was so funny. Thank God I, I missed did, it. Like, oh my gosh, you got to watch it because. We're doing it. It's freezing cold here, and we're in Utah, and we were filming that in an old train box car that was all just dilapidated. And um, I thought I'd just done like the take of my life, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I do this spin at the end, and my wife's like, "Oh my gosh, this is not going to work. Your crack's hanging out, man." It's like, <laughs> I saw like, oh, what is going on? Gosh, man. So yeah, that that was genuine. That was like not rehearsed. And for some reason, my pants don't stay up, man. I don't know what it is. So That's stinking butt thing. crack blew the scene, man. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh my gosh. So um, are you guys familiar with um? You you obviously know you you know Nasera, right? Of yes. course. Summertime, summertime. Have you heard the yes. news on that? Well, it's summer, Tim. Summer, Tim. But, um, summer tip, summer tip. Her and I have teamed up. We're doing a remake of that for the summer of 2019, and uh, it's com it's coming out really good. God, like, please, not, no, no planet rock beat, no planet rock beat, no planet rock beat, no planet rock beat. Please, God. Right. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> Who's producing it? Um, Tanasi and Adriano. God, um, a motherless goat. <laughs> <laughs> the vocals were all done here in Utah. Um. And uh, no, Sarah sent me her vocals and stuff like that. That was all engineered and mixed here, the vocals and stuff. But no, the, the mixes, you're going to, and because the beat was so distinctive on that in the first place, that was some, one of the best drums on a freestyle record. Um, yeah, it's definitely not going to be Planet Rock. Um, but 
I think you guys are going to dig it. Um, I'm really been pleasantly surprised with what's coming out with it. So um, she's been a really neat, you know, she contacted me through Facebook and um, she's just very, she's a very pleasant, wonderful person to work with. So been enjoying that. So that will be coming soon. I can't wait to share that with you guys. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I think that that will be a great positive step into the, um, into the way that I feel that you should be seeing in, in the music. Um, you know, oh, keeping thank up, you. Keeping up with someone with a classic song like that can only help you, you know? And yeah. if, you're saying, if, if you're saying that she's as pleasant as you are, then you guys should be a good team. Yo, thanks, buddy. Yeah, she's, been a, she's just been a joy to talk with and work with, and um, she's got a fun personality. So I'm um, really excited about that. We, 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 you know, we try to get some shows together. We actually do it together and stuff like that. So That would be awesome, yeah. yeah. Anyone else you want to work with? In freestyle? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> it's a freestyle podcast, yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elton John, maybe? No, I'm joking. <laughs> you, better, you, better, you better strike when the, the striking is high. He's about to retire. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. In freestyle. Wow. I'd have to give that some thought. I mean, I'm I'm open to... I, I, you know, what's funny is I was a guy who was never really, you know, Ivan and I were pretty tight, you know, we just kind of stuck together working with each other, but so I was never much of a collaborator, but getting back into this, I'm really enjoying like the, the whole teamwork makes the dream work thing, you know, just everybody kind of bringing what they bring to the table. So I, I would love to look at some more collaborations with other people. Um, but, um, there's gosh stumping me with this question of if there was someone else i'd like to to do something with um, I, I would i would personally like to hear you collaborate with um you know jay Adams. i would like to hear you collaborate with um people like willie valentine uh, the santana twins uh people that people that could give you a different take on freestyle and that is totally separate and different from what you're doing now again um you know i i listened to a gentleman named sean davis a few years back and and I heard him, and he was so amazing. And so I hear you, and thinking of you teaming up with Santana Twins and doing a song together, you knowing how to how to play the guitar, and you being so vocally sound. And then they like to blend the past and the present together. I just think it will be a match made in heaven, in my opinion. Um, oh wow! So I don't know. You know, it just uh, I start playing Booker here, uh, freestyle Booker. And I, I'll make things happen when I write them down and stuff. And I try to get people together. But I like I, it. You know, it's just, again, I, I just see you more uh, more of a front person of, of what you're doing now. And you are the front person for uh, Romeo Entertainment. That's, like, that's the bottom line. That's the given. You are like the main artist for that Tanasi label. Um, you were the, the, the mantelpiece, the, the hood ornament driving the you know, the, the label out uh, to the community in the freestyle. So they oh, use thank you as, you. That, as a headpiece. So I understand that, that with, with great power comes great responsibility and, <laughs> and, and loyalty towards, you know, Romeo Entertainment. But, you know, they, they can't be greedy, damn it. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've given them a lot of uh, credit because he does, the presentation is awesome. The marketing has been great. And he, you know, Zay has said it, you know, many a times that he picked the right individual to spearhead his project, to be the poster boy of his project. 
Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, but well, thank what, you. I, I got a follow up question, and and I'll I want to leave you off the hook with Romeo Entertainment. What's going on with this eighty dollar a year um uh seller subscription service, the freestyle that they came up with? Unique idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not really a part of that. So um, yeah, you'd probably have to ask Tanasi on that one. How does a royalty breakdown work for that? <laughs> 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 yeah i don't know i here's a dollar for you canadian here's a dollar for you uh american here's right. a dollar for you mexican peso you know like what the heck <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i i'm not real certain on that thing how that's going or anything like that so um i don't even know if i'm a part of that or not um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy uh, just one minute. Just want to let you know that yes, you are. You're part of that. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> where's, where's my peso? <laughs> your, your music is part of that. My yeah. peso. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he'll get a lot of people to sign up, but whatever, you know. It, it I, is it, yeah, it, it it's it's hard enough to get people to download music these days. You know, um, it's it's challenging all around. But Listen, oh I, my gosh! I, I gotta give him a credit for trying because Jose can tell you that my one of my biggest peeves, pet peeves, is the Planet Rock beat. That's number one. But number two is that freestyle is always late to the game. It's always two steps behind. And here's Tenacity forward thinking because everything is subscription based here, right? If you want to watch the new Star Trek, you can't just watch the new Star Trek uh yep. series. You have to get the subscription from CBS. So everything is subscription yeah. based. So why not <laughs> make a subscription based freestyle, even though you don't have enough content for it? Why the hell not? Right? No, I mean I give Tenacity a lot of credit. He is trying. Um, where a lot of people seem to be resting on their past successes from thirty years ago, Tenacity's like, man, I want to, I want to move. I want to create music. You know, I want to create something new. Um, so and he's. He's putting a lot of money into this and, um, you know, I would believe losing money, given how hard it is to get people to download music. So I give him a lot of credit for trying there are, hard. There are two songs that I'm really, really waiting for the okay to play. Cause, um, uh, is a Jay Mazor, uh, don't even know me and uh, the, the new Johnny O, which listening to the new Johnny O, it just brings me back to his original album with the mustache, um, uh -huh. the Zorro mustache, he had a Zorro mustache. <laughs> And so we got we got um, George Michael and Robert Barco. We got Zorro and John Will. But um, <laughs> that, you know, it's just, it, those two songs and and those remixes by Jay Adams are really gonna bring Romeo Entertainment forward because that's the type of sound that they should have, in my opinion. Yeah, but I'm I'm hoping that um, Tanasi sends one of your songs to Jay Adams so he can modernize it because. Jams can replicate any type of sound, any type of music. So, I just yeah, I would love for him to send something there as well. I mean, just hearing how how well you speak of him, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll so have to we, mention that, Tim. We know that your concert got canceled through no fault of your own. I, it had nothing to do with the Planet Rock beat. We're pretty sure of that. <laughs> I think the Planet Rock beat broke the pipes in the <laughs> building. The pipes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see a picture of the pipes broken? No, but I, I heard they were broken. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. No, I you know, I I know 
several people that put a lot of money into making that event happen and were pretty upset. Um, you know, when the club, you know, had never had the pipes done properly in the first place and then they break and here's all this money invested in a, you know, a show, but it worked out good. Cause I got rescheduled for March 29th, um, with George Lamond in Chicago. So I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, wait, what a great, what a great combo there. So yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for you and George to be in the same room together. So George can see like the, your, your talent. I'm sure that you oh, guys get thanks. along very well. He, he would actually be probably one artist I wouldn't mind doing a collaboration with. He seems like a pretty genuinely good guy. I think um, you and, uh, and all the rest of the freestyle artists wouldn't mind that collaboration, right? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got a great voice, man. Beautiful voice. Yes. Um, but you know what's cool about yeah. that? that uh, the, fly, uh, the original flyer for that Chicago event had you top billing. And and Tim spinning show more in, in the little corner. I was like, look at this dude. <laughs> I, I don't know how that happened, but yeah. I was like, nobody knew him six months ago, and now he's getting top billing over uh, over Tim. Yeah, I'm like what? So that that was pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome the Boom Meter. Boom. <laughs> well, I'm I'm the, now on the new flyer with George Lamont. I'm the little guy in the corner. So. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I got shrunk down, <laughs> but yeah. But that's good because you know what? He'll come, he'll bring a, a bigger audience and you'll get seen by more people. So yeah. Win-win. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, but we'll see what happens, you know, see if anything comes out of that. Got the thing coming up in Miami, um, on March 23rd and 24th. And then, um, got some inquiries for Texas, um, and in California as well. So, but would love to get on something a little more um, set, you know, in regards to like a, a set kind of, you know, freestyle tour. But I guess give it time, you know. Absolutely. But yeah, because it, it's definitely, you know, you got to be, it's, I, I sometimes say, man, I feel like I'm digging out of Alcatraz with a plastic spoon here trying to, to break <laughs> through and get some shows, man. Yeah, because it's a freestyle Shawshank Redemption, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I but, I miss my friend. It's a nostalgic tour. That's what it is, basically. Yes. And uh, we're hoping that you know these guys open up their eyes and say, you know, we should have one or two new acts to open up for the legends, right? If you if if you're thinking, oh my gosh, future, but that uh, I think unfortunately a lot of these people are just in it to get as much cash out of it while it lasts, and then move on to something else. You move on to retirement, yeah, you know. Yeah, to but, Florida. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, I, 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 I don't want to, you know, make some connect dots that shouldn't be connected. But you just when you see on social media, I think a lot of freestyle fans are hungry for something new and fresh. Um, it's like so, yeah, like just like you said, Raphael. It's just like, man, could you tag on a couple of new artists to these events? And um, but. No, yeah, I guess time on that stage is money, and they're just going to pack it what they feel is the biggest draw. You know, I guess understandably. I come from but, I come from an area that likes to tack on new artists with old artists. It's just again, um, it's just the way the world is right now. You know, the the economy, the way that you when you put shows together, are people going to show up? Are people going to want to spend money? You know, and and it's all about the person that you bring. Are they going to pack the place? 
Um, would it, would the name Robert Barco bring anyone to the venue? How many people can he bring to the venue? You know, and and so yeah. it's it's difficult sometimes to try to get. Um, and then you know when you bring a new artist too, they're expecting a ten thousand dollar draw. You know, and I'm like, how can I pay you ten grand when you know like you've been back for six months and you know your song? Yeah, it's make it's giving a buzz, but people are coming to see the main act. You know, and yeah, can I get a, can I get a, a a a better price? You know, on getting you here. Not that I want you to be here for free, but people sometimes are asking for astronomical amounts of money to perform, and they're not a proven commodity. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sometimes, I mean, gosh, I'll, I'll give you a great price, but I mean, I, I've had some promoters trying to tell me to to literally pay my own way, pay my own way onto the stage. I'm like, are you kidding me? I can stay here in Utah and go make, you know, three to five hundred bucks playing my guitar in one night. You know, absolutely, yes, that's absolutely yes. correct. They definitely got to know your worth. Yes, uh, Mr. Robert Barco, thank you so much for joining us here on the Freestyle Club. Uh, could you let the audience who are listening? Uh, know where they where they can find you oh my gosh well you know facebook would be the best place that's kind of like where i hang out the most um you know i do have instagram but my gosh i i my life's too busy to be managing like multiple social media accounts so facebook's kind of the best place you can see me i really like to uh interact with my friends and and people on there that appreciate my music so find me on there that'd be the best place and what about your website um, you know, robertbartko.com is one other place, you know, that's, that is very much geared towards my acoustic music. Um, you know, listing a lot of my acoustics. So it's Facebook's definitely more of my kind of like freestyle place where I hang out with, uh, the freestyle people. But, um, my website's kind of like, might be a shocker for a freestyle fan to go to. And plus, you know, I got the whole YouTube thing going on there too, where you can find like a lot of variety of my music. Um, but Yeah. Well, thank Thanks you thank again. you very much for having uh, the time to talk to us and for being a consummate professional. And I just want to point out right now at the end of this podcast that this is the way you're supposed to act when you're an artist. <laughs> you answer the tough questions and you deal with um, the asshole that's asking them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so much fun. Oh man, thanks you guys. I hope to be on your show again. I, I genuinely, sincerely appreciate you guys for, you know, taking a chance on me, believing in me. And uh, there's there's a lot of records out there you could be playing. So thanks for uh, allowing me to be a part of what you guys are doing. And I just can't wait for you to be by my side. Ah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know, guys, I always I don't want to walk alone. I want your love. You know. <laughs> awesome. This is the Freestyle Club Pick Hit of the Week. Oh my goodness. The Pick Hit of the Week goes to George Michael Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> that third chair curse continues. <laughs> you know, I think we all need a little freedom in our lives. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> you, you can play the sound there. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know
What is your pick hit of the week? My selection this week is Shy with All My Heart. I love it. I listened to the CPR Ultimate Remix, and I'm like, wow. I just, it needs an outro, though, Jose. <laughs> it does, but if I, if I get an outro on there, right, what will happen is I will have to cut off Ty Bless. <laughs> hasn't been easy. You've been hurt, torn apart. You've been lied to. If you give me the chance, I will show you all the pain inside your heart. It's tearing you apart, and it's hiding your feelings. No one ever thought that you would be the one. 'Cause it's love, and I know it was meant to be. Looking back into the past, I realize that today and tomorrow it's always you. My pick of the week is the one and only Jared Becerin with Love Flows, the Starla and Vega remix. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Freestyle Club. Until next time, it's CPR for the Unknown Admin, and please remember, peace, love, and freestyle.